Good afternoon and welcome to another installment of Bill's Facebook uh, classes and lessons that we share each week on Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons at 3 p.m. Central Time here live on my Facebook page. Uh, then they are able to be seen after that here as uh, lots of uh, structure that they have used for decades really in sharing the gospel and sharing, putting the word of God into schools and homes and individuals' hands uh, and churches in a, in a great, great way. And so now they're able to help uh, put the country back together and put people's lives back together again. So if you would like to participate in that, you can go to our westerwin.com website and uh, click on the link that says give and you're more than welcome to participate with us. I hope that you will be a part of it. And in addition to that, I hope that you will continue to pray, not just for Ukraine, but for Russia. That rebuilding is necessary. We have been in uh, the Daily Bible in chronological order, edited by F. Lagarde Smith. That's the source of our Tuesday, Thursday Facebook studies that will run all year long. And uh, as we read through the Bible together, and then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm blessed to be able to uh, highlight a few things and, and share a little bit about that along with you. Uh, right now, we are um, in the ending part of the laws of Moses. There's a whole section on the laws of Moses that Moses gave, and we're able to uh, consider those. And today is the last day. The next few days of reading will have us uh, seeing um, Joshua being given the command and leadership of uh, the nation of Israel, the people of God, and Moses uh, and into the promised land. But Moses, because of his own sinfulness and because of perhaps his own pride, uh, he is unable to go along with them. God gives him a special vision of it, though, and we'll share a little bit about that on Thursday. Today, though, I want us to look at the blessings and cursings that come from being obedient to the Lord and receiving his blessing or being disobedient to the will and the laws of God and, uh, and, being, and receiving his cursings. And God certainly prepares his people to uh, make a choice, and he presents that choice to them. And you ask as you read through these chapters about uh, laws regarding boils, laws regarding uh, mold in homes, laws regarding sacrifices, laws regarding morality, um, uh, how you treat your parents, uh, how, you, how faithful you are as a husband or a wife. Um, all of those things and so much more, we ask ourselves why. And I believe the answer is given several times in the book of Leviticus. One of those times is in Leviticus chapter 20, verse 26. There scripture says, you are to be holy to me because I, the Lord, am holy. And I have set you apart from the nation.
words from Leviticus, you be holy because I, the Lord, am holy, calling on the people of God, the to be set apart, that's the word holy, uh, for his own particular purpose, to glorify his name and to help others to see his love and fulfill his word. Uh, we see that in the Old Testament. I, the Lord your God, am holy. And we see a purpose in this as well. Perhaps you've noticed it through this reading of the law. Every once in a while, God will come through and he'll give that message about the holiness code, the call of God to be holy as he is holy. But he will also say at times, I'm doing this because I want you to know that I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt, who kept you alive through those decades uh, in the wilderness, and now who is fulfilling my promise to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and taking you into that promised land. God says over and over again, I'm doing these things and giving you this law so that you will know that I am the Lord, your God. But not just the Israelites. I am the Lord that there is one God, and it is the God of Israel. It is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is the God of Moses. And one day in about 500, four or 500 years, it will be the God of King David as well. And then you go about a thousand years later, and it will be the God who is revealed to us in his own son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But in the meantime, right now, we're living according to the law, and we're reading those laws, and God blesses those who will be obedient. And so in Leviticus chapter 26, we read these words that describe what happens if you are obedient. Dwelling place among you, and I will not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt so that you would not so that you would no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with heads held high. The promises of God that Israelites that if they will keep their covenant, if they will keep this covenant with him, then he will bless them and he will protect them and he will continue to be with them and he will be their God and they will be his people. But along with the promises that come from obedience obedience and obeying God's word are also the curtains that God come that God promises will happen to the Israelites if they live disobediently. And there are several places that include that, including this chapter, Leviticus chapter twenty six in the verses that follow. I'll skip around a bit, but we'll start at verse 14. Leviticus 26, verse 14. You will plant seed in vain because your enemies will eat it. I will set my face against you so that you will be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you, and you will flee even when no one is pursuing you. 
If after all this you will not listen to me, I will punish you for your sins seven times over. I will break down your stubborn pride and make the sky above you like iron and the ground beneath you like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain because your soil will not yield its crops, nor will the trees of your land yield their fruit. Throughout this passage in Leviticus, of Israel who are supposed to live according to the laws of Moses and several times in this reading remain hostile toward me and refuse to listen to me I will multiply your afflictions seven times over as your sins deserve I will send wild animals against you and they will rob you of your children, destroy your cattle and make you so few in number that your roads will be deserted. Verse 23, if in spite of these things you do not accept my correction, but continue to be hostile toward me, I myself will be hostile toward you and will afflict you for your sins seven times over. And I will bring the sword on you to avenge the breaking of the covenant. When you withdraw into your cities, I will send a plague among you and you will be given into enemy hands. We know from history that unfortunately that's exactly what happened. Though there were times when the Israelites were obedient to God, there were times, many more times, when they were disobedient. And God warned them and warned them and warned them. He gave them his law. He gave them these warnings from Moses and the call to promises of blessings if they would just obey. And yet when they did not, God allowed them to be taken captive by their enemies. When the nation divided after the first kingdom survived, but only for a while. And in 586 BC, years uh, the southern kingdom of Judah and its capital of Jerusalem was taken captive by the Babylonians and Israel was destroyed. The walls were breached. The temple, the beautiful grand temple that Solomon built and dedicated so beautifully and so wonderfully was destroyed and, and raised to the ground. Ultimately, God takes them to those faraway lands, but even then, um, God still considered them his people. Even then, God still cared for them, and, and he called on them to repent. And that's exactly the promise that even this chapter gives. In Leviticus chapter 26, beginning at verse 40. But if they will confess their sins and the sins of their ancestors, their unfaithfulness and their hostility toward me, which made me hostile toward them so that I sent them into the land of their enemies, then when their uncircumcised hearts are humbled and they pay for their sin, I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land, for the land will be deserted
in spite of this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them or abhor them so as to destroy them completely, breaking my covenant with them and the Lord their God. But for their sake, I will remember the covenant with their ancestors whom I brought out of Egypt in the sight of the nations to be their God. I am the Lord. The Lord says, even though they have disobeyed me and I have punished them greatly and sent them off into a foreign land, um, if they are hearing me in that land and they reach out to me in repentance because of my covenant with them, because I am the Lord, because of my faithfulness, God says, I will remember that covenant and I will hear their prayers and I will bless them and I will restore them back to that land and I will be faithful to that covenant. Um, and then this section complete is completed in verses for, in verse 46 of Leviticus 20. And everyone will know me, God says. And that promise is given to the church. And we see that fulfilled in the New Testament, starting in Acts chapter 2, and then continuing on through the pages as the church continues to progress and to grow and to be strengthened. Even today, God promises those things. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, there are uh, again, the same kind of blessing that God promises to his people. Deuteronomy 30, beginning at verse 1. When all these blessings and curses I have with all when all these blessings and curses I have set before you come on you, and you take them to And when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and with all your soul, according to everything I command you today, then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you. Even if you have been banished to the most distant land under the heavens, from there the Lord your God will gather you and bring you back. And we know that's exactly what happened in the days of Ezra and Nehemiah, uh, in the days of Zerubbabel, a, a descendant of King David. Uh, who helps them in rebuilding the temple. Uh, Nehemiah helping them in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Um, Ezra the priest helping them in rebuilding the worship of God uh, to live faithfully there, restore. Turn them and he would bless them. Verse 5 of Deuteronomy 30, God will bring you to the land that belonged to your ancestors and you will take possession of it. He will make you more prosperous and numerous than your ancestors. The Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all your heart and with all your soul and live. The Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemies who hate and persecute you. 
you will obey again obey the Lord and follow all his commands I am giving you today. Then the Lord your God will make you most prosperous in all the work of your hands and in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock and the crops of your land. The Lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous just as he delighted in your ancestors. If you obey the Lord your God and keep his commands and decrees that are written in the book of the law and turn to the Lord your God with all your heart, It's from the heart that he demands our whole heart to be given over to him in worship, in faithfulness, and in obedience. God called on the people of Israel in the Old Testament times to do the same, and yet they did not. And that's why we needed a Savior. That's why we need that Savior Jesus even today. Listen to these words of warning, and we'll close this study the way Deuteronomy. you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. This day I call the heavens and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Choose life. Choose blessing. Choose obedience. Choose to be faithful. May we all hear these words from Moses and faithfully, humbly, joyfully, with all of our heart, obey them. God bless you. I'll see you on Thursday.